What's up, guys? Coming to you live from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Your host, David Chandra. Hope you're all doing well, staying safe. We're alive for episode three with a brand new guest, a close friend of mine from podiatry school, a brother from another mother, a future Dr. Patel in the making, Primo Patel. Introduce yourself to the listeners, man. Hi, my name is uh, Primo Patel, fourth year podiatry student. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say for the intro part. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's a pleasure having you on. Like I said in the beginning, you're one of my closest friends. I got to give a little bit of a story before we start. So most of you that are listening, you can tell like when you're starting a new school and you're in a new place, you're kind of feeling it out, right? Like who you're going to, who's going to be your friends, your new group of uh, people that you're going to start hanging out with. So to those of you brown people that are out there, you know, when you make that eye contact with another brown person and you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he's brown too type of deal. So, well, me and this man during our like first couple of weeks or even the month, I made eye contact him eye contact with him once and I got this vibe from him that was like nah this ain't it man I'm just here to do my time I'm just here to get my degree and walk out but little did I know that three years later that we'd be the closest of friends and that our relationship would develop to where it is now but I'm really thankful for you coming on and appreciate having you here man glad to be here man yeah so like I said, this is an open forum where we have guests on to come and speak their perspectives and experiences and really give their journey from where they were in the past to where they are now and their uh, stories that kind of shape them into who they are at the present day. So first question I have for you today is, what was your first exposure into medicine, man? First um, exposure, I guess... I don't really have one exposure. I guess it was just something that was built over time. Um, but like the one big uh, life-changing event or something that, you know, made me think about medicine was, uh, you know, when I was really young, <clears throat> I was born in uh, India. And, you know, with India being, a you know, the third world, third world country and, you know, the way healthcare systems are out there and stuff. And there was a lot of stuff that I saw that, you know, that just I didn't like about the healthcare systems over there. And one specific example is like <clears throat> my grandpa, for example, we were, you know, he was visiting. He was from he was living in the U.S. He was visiting to India and he came for uh, just a couple of weeks. But, you know, he had some heart conditions and mm -hmm. we were in like a village like our, you know, where our ancestors like we were visiting the village. And at night he had a heart attack. Wow. And. Yeah, so, you know, like, the closest hospital was 30 minutes away. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, if it's a severe heart attack, you know, it's hard to, you know, you got to do something quick. Yeah. But, you know, by the time, like, we were able to get a car, because this is the village, you know, in the middle of nowhere. So, by yeah. the time we were able to get a car, get to the hospital, he had already passed away. Wow. So, you know, like, that experience was something that, like, first made me think about, like, you know, like, what? you know, the types of things that happen in medicine and you know, how, like there's so many people out there, like obviously U.S. is one of the, you know, uh, good, I guess, you know, top countries when it comes to healthcare and stuff, but there's so many countries out there, people out there that need some type of, you know, help, but they aren't able to get it. Definitely. Yeah. And I can share that experience with you because I was, I also grew up in India and 
visiting back on numerous occasions, you kind of see how there's a drastic difference between the healthcare system back in India and a, uh, in a developing country as opposed to how it is here in the U.S. So when you said that, when you saw this instance occur, is that kind of what kind what made you feel that when I get to a point in my life to make a decision in my career that medicine is the way that I want to go? Yeah, so obviously when this event happened, I was pretty young. I think I was about like eight or nine. So at that time, you don't understand the you know full aspect of everything that occurred. But as time goes on and you get older and like in high school, that's when I really started thinking about, you know, like what I wanted to do. And that's when I got into like the shadowing. And, you know, one of my good friends on the baseball team, his dad was a vascular surgeon. So, you know, I was able to shadow him, do like my senior project with him. So stuff like that. So obviously experiences built over time, but it wasn't like, you know, like something that just I decided one day and I was like, okay, this is it. But yeah. definitely the train of thought started when I was like, when that I happened. Guess, yeah. When that happened. originally. Yeah. And I'm sure that was an event that kind of sticks in your mind because it was your, you know, grandfather passing away and it must've been tough for you and your family. And, but witnessing that firsthand is something that you'll probably never forget and that you'd never want to have happen again to you or yeah. anyone else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm sure that over the years, as you developed as a person, as a student and, figuring out exactly what it is that you want to do. I'm sure that each and every experience along the way, like you said, even in high school, helped guide you into what you really wanted to do. So tell me at that point in time when you were in high school, what it was that you wanted to become. Was there a certain like specialty that you wanted to do or anything like that at that time? Or was it just like, I just want to be in medicine and this is, this is it? Uh, yeah, no, it's exactly what you said. It's just... I mean, again, when you're just, you know, first getting that exposure, you don't know what's, you know, how the uh, healthcare system or the way medicine works or, you know, any any career in general, yeah. not just healthcare. But yeah, so there was no, it was just medicine. It yeah. wasn't necessarily like, you know, has to be like this type of doctor, this specialty, or it has to be, you know, even within med like healthcare it could have been anything you know it wasn't just like a doctor yeah even like yeah. pharmacy like you know any any of those aspects like you know, i was open to it so it was the um, so it was more so of the core aspect of just being able to help someone yeah yeah that's obviously you know that's usually the first reason most people get into medicine or anything definitely you know healthcare. so that's like the base foundation yeah yeah so i guess going off of that have you been you said you were born in India. You came here around middle school. Is that what it? Yeah. So uh, fifth grade. So it was like because the Indian school year is different yeah. than what it is here. So I, I would say like uh, came in the middle of my fifth year in India. But here the one I came. So I started in fifth grade. So it was like okay. a half year difference. Yeah. So since then till now and now you're in, you know, podiatry school and all. And we'll get to that shortly. But have you ever traveled back to India in the meantime and kind of seen how your perspective has changed over the years from when you were in grade school and elementary school to what it is now? Yeah, so I've went back twice, uh, once in high school and then once in undergrad. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's developing, you know, obviously like we want to like the city we're from, not, like not obviously there's some of the towns and villages are still, you know, yeah. farming industries and, you know, very basic stuff. But, like, the cities are, you know, developing. Like, you know, you have, like, malls now and, like, you know, all these 
American shops and, you know, from like, you know, Walmart, for example, like in the city that I'm from, like there's a Walmart there now. So, you know, like obviously it's developed a lot. So it's definitely uh, good to see. And like I said, I went back twice and it was a pretty good gap in between. Yeah. So you can definitely see the development and, you know, I plan on going, in the future soon hopefully if i get a chance before you know residency and stuff so i definitely looking forward to seeing you know what even more development there is yeah so would you say like on your travels back that you were able to see that hospitals and health care workers increased and also the accessibility trying kind of yeah, increased yeah. as well yeah like there's a lot more colleges medical colleges medical you know like uh health uh like products and uh, mm-hmm. facilities now um the technology like before you know it was very basic in terms of like the types of you know hospital like com- you know like computers for example yeah. you know like the where the way medicine modern medicine is like now everything's so those types of technologies are there now and like you know those things have obviously made a huge difference but again it's like going back to like it's not about the cities it's like you know, the, the towns and villages, those yeah. places still have that struggle, yeah. of, you know, trying to get that per- proper health care. Because, you know, for example, like uh, sometimes the way it works in these villages, you have one doctor, right? That yeah. comes from the city mm-hmm. once a week. So he comes once a week, right? Like to check on like whoever the patients are or whatever. So I'll think about it like that's once a week. So obviously if there's some type of emergency or something, you know, what do you do? Yeah. So like those types of things are still there. And, you know, some of those older systems still need to be developed. Definitely. Yeah. And it's unique to hear this because a lot of us might be from different backgrounds. You know, some of us might have grown up overseas and came here. And some of us might have grown up in the U.S., were born and brought up in the U.S. So we all have different backgrounds and kind of it's unique to see your perspective on things and how you are able to relate it back to your uh, homeland of India. And it's also hits home for me because I also was born there, brought up there for a couple of years. And then I still visit back and my grandparents, my family live out there as well, too. So it's good. And uh always comforting to know that there's other people out there that have gone through and seen how healthcare systems are different everywhere in the world. So kind of going back to your undergrad, what was your degree? What was your major in undergrad? Um, So it was just a basic bachelor of science. um, And I guess, you know, the pre-med or like, you know, that pre-med track that they put you in under like the science degree. So it was kind of like that. Okay. But the, I guess the bachelor's actual bachelor of science would be specifically biology. Okay. So I know this story about you that after you finished undergrad was when your real journey started to try and figure out exactly what it is that you wanted to do. You went through different ups and downs and kind of went through the whole process of really who you were and trying to figure out what was meant for you. And just share with the listeners. I know you've shared with me in the past about the different things that you went through. But share with the listeners about exactly the process you went through from senior year of undergrad till when you started podiatry school at Kent State in 2017. Yeah, so I did, after I graduated, I did a post-bac slash, well, it started off as a post-bac and then uh, transitioned into a master's um, at uh, Cleveland State University here in Cleveland. Um, So I did that program and it was just a Uh, I guess the subject was health science. So it wasn't like science, but it was like health science. And it was good because you got, you know, like we had classes on like 
urban development, urban health care. So you, you got different perspective, like other than just, you know, science, like yeah. biology, chemistry, physics. You got to see like how the actual healthcare systems work and how, you know, what goes on in these like some of these underdeveloped areas, stuff like that. So those things, it was interesting to learn that side of uh, medicine and healthcare, and and then after that, you know, towards the like second year, I started, you know, trying to see if you know podiatry was something that I would be interested in, and that's when I started shadowing um, a podiatrist and seeing you know what the uh, career is like and you know those specifics because I had heard about it. But obviously, I didn't know much about it because I'd never gotten that full exposure. Yeah. So, you know, got into that, thought it was interesting. And so, yeah, that's kind of how it started. Okay. Was there any specific uh, person that kind of told you about what podiatry was? Or did you just do self-research? Or was there another avenue that kind of brought you towards podiatry since it wasn't something that you knew of starting in undergrad and stuff like that? I mean, it was it was mostly self-research, you know, just, you know, browsing and seeing what the different types of, you know, uh, aspects of medicine are and the different careers within medicine. So it was mostly self-research. But I also had a friend who had another close friend who was a podiatrist. Yeah. And he is the one who I shadowed. So I guess that was how the link was uh, yeah, set up there. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So how was it during those two years? I know a lot of people struggle during the time when you take off from undergrad till you start what your next phase is when you're doing this post back and you're doing this master's and you don't really know what you want to do and you still haven't found your footing and you see other friends and other like family members, like cousins wise, you know, start off their career, whether that's it be in medicine or like they're working in some business or, uh, you know, an engineering company or something. How was it? And what were your feelings during that time exactly um, trying to decide and, you know, struggling through school and more school to finally get to where you are now? Yeah, no, it's, it's, I guess, along with what you said, it's exactly that, you know, you see people in your family, like you have cousins that are your age or friends that, you know, are starting like actual career because after bachelor's, most people, you know, get a job and move on and, you know, continue those steps of life that, you know, we all have a plan about. So obviously those things, you know, pop into your head because you're like, you know, is this really for me? You know, am I taking all this time? Like, what if I still can't figure out what I want to do and it still doesn't work out? I just wasted two years, three years, whatever it is. Yeah. Know? So those thoughts obviously come into your Head, but you know, like if if you have that, you know, like bait foundation of you know, this is my end goal. I want to do medicine. I want to do something within medicine, and what whatever it is, I want to stick to it. Then you know, you find ways and motivation to keep you going. But obviously, when you're you know things like when that yeah. come up, <laughs> you get a uh, things get a little shaky because you know that's us. Uh, yeah, nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to re relive those MCAT days, but. You know, it's, it's something that's necessary, something that's needed before we get into uh, any kind of school. And I'm glad that you touched upon that because even for uh, podiatry school, MCAT is required. And there's a lot of other things that we'll probably talk about in later episodes of this podcast to tell you what is what are the requirements to get into podiatry school. But thanks for sharing that, man. I know like it's hard for some people to kind of open up about those years where they are trying to figure out themselves from undergrad to where their next step is so kind of tell the listeners when it was 
that you realize like I finally chose the field and that I want to be in and I, and I'm like content, I'm happy and I'm looking forward to my future goals. Like was that like before you started podiatry school or did that happen when you entered podiatry school? Uh, so yeah, you know, it's, I, I don't think it was like, there was still a lot of like, um, uncertainty you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like before, because again, it's something new, you know, like even, you know, even if you shadow or do all those things, it's still not, you know, you have to like yourself have to, you know, be fully engaged into it. So, you know, obviously those that like shakiness and all those things come into your head, but obviously when, when you get on the role, like, uh, first year, you know, classes and, you know, you get to like go to anatomy and learn all these things. And so I would say for me personally, I think it was like after first year, after like, that's first when, year. you know, that, yeah, that summer after first year, when we started taking like more specific classes regarding like, you know, what we're exactly going to be doing, yeah. you know, in terms of the field of podiatry, I think that's when that like, like confidence and that, you know, like, yeah. I guess in like the high interest kicked in, you know, because mm-hmm. first year you're still doing all that basic stuff. So it's still like, you know, what, what's going on type of thing. But, yeah. 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 After that first year, I would say. You shared it didn't have anything to do with, you know, me being in school with you too, or was it just strictly <laughs> just the fact that uh, just, you know, classes? <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, you know, friendships help, you know, as the journey goes on after first year you know, you really find your group of friends and the people you study with and that little, you know, routine and groove of things. So obviously that helps. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'll give you some credit. All right. Can... All right. Well, I just wanted, I just wanted a little bit of credit for where you are now. You know, I know <laughs> I didn't meet you in the beginning, but <laughs> anyways, kind of transitioning, this will be the last topic that I want to focus on for today is Tell them, tell them a little bit about how it is living at home, man. Um, I know for the past three years, you've been living at home with the moms and pops, and it's not the <laughs> same because you have uh, responsibilities at home, and it's not like me where I lived away and in my own apartment doing my own thing, and I could study whenever. Tell a little bit about that experience for those who are like having to commute and who have to kind of struggle through that aspect of it, too. Yeah, no, so it's, it's interesting because obviously – you know, most people prefer to be on their own. And, you know, especially as you get older, you know, you want to do things on your own and, you know, have that responsibility and stuff. But I guess it's you find that balance, you know, obviously there's the good things, which is, you know, you never have to worry about anything like food or you know, laundry or <laughs> yeah. any of those basic things, you know, so those benefits are there. But um, I guess it becomes harder when your schedule is not, you know, the same as what everyone else's in the house is. You yeah. Know, like, that early morning and you know early night type of schedule like ours is you know sometimes depending on exams and studying like you know so obviously when those types of situations happen it gets a little you know uh not annoying but you know like you have to work around it and stuff so but you know there's a lot of benefits that outweigh those things so i think uh it was it was a good experience for sure yeah, you can't ever go wrong with mom's homemade cooking and all the stuff that she does for you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially like being a vegetarian, you know, like your yeah. options are already limited to what you can eat. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you if you have that, you know, home cooked meals, you it's nice. Yeah. So just just a tip for you listeners out there: if you ever start school or wherever you go, make sure you find a friend that lives at home because he'll invite you over <laughs> and you can have some good homemade food that you might not get since you're probably eating Chipotle 
are probably eating, uh, you know, Taco Bell and all these different things. So yeah, uh, that's one thing I know that I got to do with uh, spending time with my boy here. But now we've entered a session of rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Sure. All right, man. So first question I always got to ask is what's your favorite bone in the foot? <laughs> favorite bone? Mm, that's interesting. I guess, I mean, I, I would probably just say the calcaneus because it's like the biggest and, you know, it's like your heel and stuff. So I guess, I don't know. That's That seems interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like, yo, I'm here, aren't I? Kind of like yeah. you in school. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your favorite uh, muscle in the foot? Favorite muscle in the foot? Um, probably say like the lumbricals. Lumbricals? They're okay. interesting. Yeah, you know, they help you, you know move your toes so it's kind of cool fun fact for you guys uh for you first years out there and those of you who might not know what the lumbricals do but they're known as the bye-bye muscles so yeah test it out with your feet and see if it if they actually can say bye-bye to anyone around (laughs) you right all right man so i know we've talked a lot about this about our plans for after fourth year and before we start residency give me your one favorite vacation spot that you want to go to once you're done with all this you mean like before residency or yeah, like before re- before residency oh. and after after fourth year? Oh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, if obviously with everything going on right now, it's hard to plan for those types of things because we don't know, you know, in terms of like the timeline with everything. But yeah, I mean, my the plan was always to travel a lot before starting residency. You know, if everything works out, so I've always wanted to do like some type of Europe trip. Like I've never really been to Europe, so like. I figured, you know, it's a good time to do some type of like Europe trip, you know, hit the major cities. And, but obviously, you know, Europe is yeah. <laughs> struggling right now. So we'll see yeah. how everything works out. But yeah. All right. All right. So last two questions. Uh, for those of you who may not know, my man is an artist, music, music <laughs> lyricist, lyricist, and he's a hooper at the same time too. catch him at the Monday shooting around, <laughs> swishing those threes. But I got to ask you, man. So who are your favorite? Artists and favorite hoopers. Uh, favorite artists, um, Drake. I mean, Drake's the first name that comes to your mind. You know, everything hands down. Of, yeah, e- even recently, like with everything, you know, with quarantine and stuff, he's Pussy slide. Yeah, yeah, everyone's on TikTok <laughs> so, with that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just you know I think Drake for sure. Anytime you know he got he has like something for all types of moods and situations. So <laughs> get you in your feels. Yeah. All right. Um, so Drake, in terms of, I guess, uh, you know, music, in terms of sports and basketball, I mean, you got to go with my boy LeBron. I mean, <laughs> got to go I with LeBron. You, I know you hate on him, but, you know, you got to, you just doesn't get better than that. Bro, you got you got to get educated and watch the Last Dance documentary. I know you don't have ESPN right now, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a DVR all of them so you can take a look and really know who the GOAT is, all right? All right, all right, we'll see. I'm going <laughs> to stick to LeBron, but, yeah, maybe I'll think about it. Uh, yeah, all right, okay. Well, thanks, man, for joining in today. It's been a pleasure having you, and uh, it's nice to talk to you through this type of avenue as well. I know we've kind of talked for the past month over the phone and in person when we were back in school, but it's different to talk through podcasts and kind of have you share your experiences with the listeners. Any last words or any last thoughts that you want to share with the listeners before we wrap up this episode? No, I mean, just, you know, everyone, hopefully everyone's staying safe and healthy and, you know, their families, everyone's doing well. 
you know, it's it's tough right now with, you know, there's so many artists, you know, with summer coming up, like I know, for example, there were so many weddings planned and, you know, those types of things and you have to, you know, adjust, but, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get through this and find ways around it and, you know, hopefully the future's much brighter. So definitely. You know, just... Yeah. I hope you're staying safe. Hope your family's safe. Hope we can meet up soon, man. Um, We got big plans ahead of us this fourth year when we're out on externships and everything. So good luck to you wherever you are. Hopefully we can at least figure out and land a residency so we can start up our career eventually soon. But Thanks, guys, for joining in today. Thanks for listening in. Tune in to the previous episodes as well. I appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at soulpurpose20. Tune in for the later episodes. If there's anything that you want to get talked about or any thoughts that you have that you want to have addressed during this podcast, please let me know through DM on Instagram, and we can make it, we can make it happen, and let's keep this going. Thanks once again. Hope you have a good rest of the day. See you guys.